Peace and blessings, good people, and welcome to Father Should, a podcast on fatherhood in 20 today. I am your host, Fleming. And I'm Ms. Vaughn. What's good? Hi, how are you? I'm chilling. Um, so today, um, yeah, today, real quick, would you say that, like, what's the difference for, for you between, in between, like, anger and hurt? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it's to me, it's levels. Okay. Um, I can be sometimes it's, it's not even necessarily always hurt. It's sometimes disappointment. Okay. So a lot of times, um, you could just put an expectation on somebody or something, especially like with your parents or something. Like if they say no to something, (laughs) Be like, oh, you hurt my feelings. You got to be the meanest person on earth. And then you quote unquote mad for like all of five seconds. And then like, I know with me, I'm right all up in their face. Like, what you doing? I'm poking at their ears and <laughs> doing something. So it's not, um, usually it's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm hurt, um, that's kind of a, a gradual thing with me. And the reason why I say that is because it is something that I pay attention to it. So I pay attention. It's it's the buildup of my disappointments. Hmm. And that's that's kind of how it is with me, because with me, it's not just one time. It's usually like it's several things that were done in order for me to be like. So we're officially past. So I'm officially past disappointed. I'm right. I'm hurt. Right. Now I'm just literally because the image or it's or how can I put this? The actions didn't back up the words. Okay. Fair enough. I, I think that um I think a lot of times we uh as, in a, as, as a man, right? I, I think I, back you know to, I didn't get to anger yet, though. I mean, you can you, we we, okay. we can do that in steps. Thank okay. you. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, that build up, right? I think that build up also comes from, um, and I think especially as a as a man, is we we push down, right? Mm-hmm. Like you feel some kind of way, and then it's like you know you mm-hmm. didn't really. You didn't get a chance to really address it, right? Um, especially not address it the way you wanted to. Especially not to address it the way that you wanted to, but again, to sometimes address it the way that you wanted it to it doesn't necessarily always yield the best result. Because, oh, it, I mean, when has it ever? I like, mean, let's be let's be right. honest. When has it ever? I mean, because usually it'll be a lot of people in jail, right? And a lot Which of people will be dead, nobody. right? And a lot of other people Which will be dead. Help. Exactly. So. Uh, with that, I mean, it's, it's one. I mean, like seriously, what is, what's what's the end goal? When you're in that moment, right? When you're in that moment, what's the end goal? Is the end goal really to to really have yourself be heard, and have someone acknowledge how it is that you're feeling about it, or the anger that you have about it, or the hurt that you're feeling about it, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you, or or I think there are some people that want that's like you know I want you to feel how it is that I'm feeling, right? Which goes beyond the point of understanding. It's one thing to understand how someone is feeling, right? Mm-hmm. But to in turn want someone to feel exactly how it is that you're feeling, I think that's a I think that's where we lose it. And I say we as into like I think human beings just in general, like you know. But I think that's where the anger comes in. Okay. Because at that point, if I want you to feel how I'm feeling, I'm angry. Right. Because, you know, that's, I feel like that's, you know, it's always that levels and that's that past logic level. Like, you just hurt me. Like, you beyond hurt me. Right. You, so, my, I need you to feel 
my pain. Like one of my favorite scenes in Steel Magnolia is when um <laughs> shout out to all my Steel Magnolia fans. But um it's when the mom had to bury her daughter. And mm-hmm. she was just like, I just want somebody to feel the way I feel. I want somebody to physically just feel it. Like at that point it's whoever it is, whatever it is, it's your past logic. Because all at that point, all you see is your hurt, your pain, your disappointment. And this, I mean, sometimes that's not even a person who did it, who you actually take it out on. Right. Like, which, again, doesn't make, like, I'm not the one who did it to you, so, so why? Should, so should there be a time frame? I mean, should there be? Yes. I mean, I'm just. Is I'm, there a I'm time just, frame? No, I Absolutely mean, clearly not. not. <laughs> clearly, clearly, there's not a time frame, right? Clearly, there's definitely not a time frame. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that like, okay, as quick as someone is to anger, and as quick as we are to feel hurt, it's funny to me how it, how slow we are to logic. Because logic doesn't allow you to be hurt. Exactly. I mean, but that, I mean that goes to what you're saying, though. It's just, of course, it's not. We're not quick to hurry up and get to logic. A logic, logic says that I have to understand what the other person is feeling. But in essence, or the but, reason why they did whatever they did. But at the same time, within your anger, you're basically saying the same thing. I want someone to understand and hear why it is. No, that no, I'm, no. That, that, I'm, that, I'm, that I'm feeling hurt or why I'm feeling this this no. anger. No, right. Right. I don't care about what the other person did. But it, no, but in, but it's it's not about caring what the other person did. Listen to what what you just said as far as as far as what you still still make no use reference, right? Right. I just want someone to feel what it is that I'm feeling. I want someone to understand or feel exactly how it is that this is affecting me. In order to sometimes do that, right? Mm-hmm. That that requires a, a a form of logic to really sit there and think and allow yourself to get to that level. So if within your anger you're asking someone to feel, to understand or feel how it is that you're feeling, you're asking someone else to be logical at a point where you're not allowing yourself to be logical. How does that work? So, after my. 18 hours of a long time <laughs> or 18 years <laughs> when I allow myself to heal. Right. I didn't been through enough self-help. You know, I didn't drink enough wine that I can literally be, you know, rinse me out and you be like, oh, I can get real. I mean, at some point, I know for me, It's like a merry-go-round, the way I can put it. It's a Mm merry-go-round. Either I can hold on to it and stay on this merry-go-round, and the only person on this merry-go-round is me, and I keep going in this same circle, or I can get off. But in getting off, understanding that I got to let this go. Okay. Because at the end of what they say, um, as we said before in a previous episode, the forgiveness is not for anybody but for you. True. True. And the anger, releasing of the anger, is for nobody but you. Right. I, I, I read something the other day and it said, um, we can't, you know, we tell ourselves we can't control what others say and do, and yet we still seem to hold out for an apology. Yes. Because at the, this is, so an apology, and sometimes you owe what it realizes that not all apologies have to come from that person. Sometimes the the most important apology has to come from you to you. Absolutely. But who are we holding out for, though? I mean, let's, let's be real. Who are we I holding mean, out for? Again, you're using... When you get to the point where you apologize to yourself, don't you think you're at the... Pol- the, you're at the point of logic. No, right. You're at the well. If you're well, looking for somebody else well, to do an apology, then, then you're not you're not being logical. Especially if you know this person will never apologize. But yeah, how many people still hold on for it? Everybody. Right. I mean, not everybody. Most people. Yeah. Why? I'm always coming back to that. Like it just it it boggles me. Who it you does. waiting on the apology from? I'm not. 
That's the so thing. you so you're you're clear. I'm clear as far as my dad. I got an apology from. Okay. My mom. I got an apology from. That's it. Okay. The only other apology, honestly, that I could be waiting for, honestly, I gotta die in order to get it. Okay. That's that's a different direction. But right. But no, but I'm just I mean okay. since we since we keeping it real, like I'm just I'm I'm being I'm being dead ass serious right now. Okay. You know. So so from that it's like past that, you know, you have to I I think and, and again I'm I I get a I get accused, right, of being because when you lean on logic people assume that you don't care or that you're cold right because i'm not showing that that because with with logic logic doesn't always allow for um not that it doesn't doesn't allow for empathy i was about to say because it it in the time when you're talking about it or, or or in processing right which is why i clearly say like hey if you're if, if you're angry and it always cracks me up because it's like you know and I tell people like, hey, if if we're on a if we're in a building and someone runs in, you get two people that are running like, oh my god, the building's on fire, the building's on fire, and now those two people have have ignited these other four people over here. Oh my god, the building's on fire, the building's on fire. If everybody is yelling that the building is on fire, no one is sitting there taking time to sit there and think about like, okay, well, how in the f do we get up out of here True. now that the building's on fire? True. There or if the building's oh, on fire, why did the two people come in instead of? I mean, granted, I mean, look, I, look, <laughs> you know, I mean, pull a fire alarm, right? Like, seriously, if the building's on fire, pull a fire alarm or be running That's up that in, logic. in a room, That's you know. Logic. But I guess, but I guess, my point in that is like, you know, someone has to be level-minded. Yes. And it, and and I've and I've and I've experienced right, mm-hmm. and in in moments of anger, right. Mm-hmm. Deaf to the person that's being logic, logical, you know, or absolutely deaf to the person that's like being like, like, you know, like you're not, I'm emotional right now. Right. And my, and I expect you to be as emotionally charged as I am right now, because in seeing that to me, that validates to me that you understand the severity of the situation. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely Hell not. Nah. That makes <laughs> no nah. sense. None. But I, None. I, I get it. Right. Like, that doesn't make sense, though. But we do it anyway. Because we are some emotional ass creatures. I mean, let, let's, let's call and it And everybody's it an emotional creature. Yeah, it's absolutely. just different levels to it. True. And True. it depends on your trigger. True. I, I think that... Um, one of the things that um, my conversation with with uh, with Dr. Saya um, previously, I said, you know, I said, I don't, we're not as men, we're not really taught how to deal with those emotions effectively. Right. True. But I think I think that's starting to come around. And it is. And I'm Which happy to I see it. So I'm so glad happy to see it. To like, see it. Like, like, like seriously, yo, if you are if you are a brother that is hurt in pain, got some stuff that you just need like, yo, find a healthy way of getting it off your chest, out of your spirit, you know. But go you to have, church, go you see a therapist, to, go 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 yes. sit with somebody, you know, go yes. sit with grandma if she sits still around. Like there you know is nothing saying? wrong with having a therapist. No, no. Like I there none. is nothing there is nothing wrong with emotions. I know like lately, especially, you know, since the whole Kobe thing, it really made men like, you know, you can see now all of a sudden visible emotions like something that you've really never seen before and well some people some i've people. seen that yeah. like i've you know i definitely grew up in my environment and stuff where we, i saw men cry i saw men happy i saw them laughing i saw them angry i saw different levels of emotions so i know when i became older and definitely in dating people mm-hmm. and i'm like so 
you, so my question is, so I used to always ask, so what do you do with all this pent up aggression or feelings that you have? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I have to stop dating him. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I, what I know is that that's a pot that you are literally, you're about to boil over. I'm, I don't know what your boil over looks like. And usually if you're saying a boil over, that ain't never good. It's a, it's a, it's an inner journey. Hurt. Okay. Okay. Dealing with your hurt. Yeah. Dealing with your anger. Yeah. It's an inner journey. Because at the end of the day, you have to find out why are you really hurt? Because usually it's only, it's usually always something superficial. Usually, I mean, it's definitely I think some some things that are, um, you know, if in, in keeping with with like, you know, the fact that okay, let's say from relationships, right? Mm. Like relationships, you know, relationships that that birth children. Mm. You know, there was an ex. There, there was there was something that was expected in those moments. Absolutely, and. Nine times out of ten, right, as we've seen over over the course of history, right, it's usually been something that was expected from the woman to the man, right? Mm-hmm. Hence the term, you keep a nigga baby, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. You know, and it's, and not to say that it's right, you know, but, like, you know, you have... Uh, you have situations where it's like, okay, hey, you know, we laid down together. We made a choice. We made we laid down together, mm-hmm. right? We made a we made a a choice to go ahead and have sex mm-hmm. together, right? Find out that I'm pregnant, right? And then we now the the the, the decision making hasn't always that doesn't in, in, in some in some of those instances because I was just making, about to say I'm like decision making <laughs> doesn't it's no longer a we made a choice okay so but okay so I know where you're going so in those situations where uh-huh. it all of a sudden becomes one person's versus another but what in those situations that it did become a we choice it and became it, a we choice right, right. okay it, it became, became a we choice right, right. so it became a we choice sure it became a wee choice. And two and people then, decided. Right. And then the guy or whoever decided, oh, I don't want this no more. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What's your point? Go on here. No, I mean, I, then at that particular point, if it's that at that at that particular point, then now that that's now a broken promise. Or is the guy really saying that he doesn't, what exactly, and I guess really what we have to examine, right, is what exactly is the guy saying that he doesn't want anymore? Okay, okay, fine. So is if you're saying- Is the guy saying that he doesn't want to be a father anymore? Or is the guy saying that he doesn't want to be in a relationship with the mom anymore? And to think about it, though, it, it always depends on how the guy handles that. You can say, you can, all right, fine. If we're in a relationship and we decide that, you know, I- know a couple of people who were in relationships they had a kid and then they broke up mm-hmm. the father is still very much so active absolutely as he should but be. then i also know people who were in relationships mm-hmm. who decided to have a baby who decided they wanted to walk out on both both the child and the relationship okay which is which i, I don't i don't agree with um you know i, I because <sighs> but in that right in mm-hmm. that so and digging a little deep, deeper past that, right? Because I also think that we sometimes don't look at, we sometimes look at the fact that like, oh my God, this dude walked out on both, like, you know, on, on, on both of them, like, you know, the mama and the baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. What we don't necessarily look at is what necessary type of environment might have been created for that man by that woman in the sense of, because let's not kid ourselves. You have some mm-hmm. women that definitely deal with the factor of, the after baby mindset what is that unhappy with with how you may look physically you know so you're talking about you talking about postpartum i mean some women do go go through postpartum okay that's it's a whole human 
<laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's like, I mean, I get it. I get that. Like, no. I get that. I get that. Like, I, get I mean, that. I, and that's why it, it becomes. I get that. It becomes, I think, for any dude and any kind of relationships, that t- basically, let's give it two years. When you find out you're pregnant, and then that year after you have a baby, probably that it's a lot of decisions that are made that probably should not be made because. Your Nobody mindset, is your dealing in logic. Right, right. Your Nobody is, is not dealing right. in logic. Like absolutely <laughs> nobody. Because you have to realize, I know I was talking to my friend and she was just saying like how she was literally freaking out over um some brownies. Right. Like literally freaking out over brownies. Like she's hysterical and she's crying. And mm-hmm. I was just like over some brownies but so but when we came when we talked about it like a couple of months later and she was mm-hmm. just like i have no idea what was wrong with me she was like i she was like that she was like that baby brain is real mm-hmm. oh absolutely absolutely but so to that right so to that because think think about the, the conversation when we, when we had the conversation with daryl right okay and he said how it is that men are pretty much wired Right. So if you have a woman that is going hysterical over brownies, right? Mm-hmm. As a guy, right? I mean, as you're sitting there, it's like, okay, how can I fix it? But the reality is you can't. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes in those instances, you have some that still will try, and now you become the enemy. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, 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 and and so, and granted, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, look here, I'm not saying that this is the scenario for everyone. Let me just toss it out there. I'm just, we just tossing out, you know, points of views, opinions, Mm -hmm. so forth and so on. However, what I'm simply saying is, and if it applies to you, then hey, definitely listen. If it don't apply to you, then, you know, if it applies to somebody that you feel it, it may apply to. Give them the show in this podcast. Yeah, show in this podcast. (laughs) So, you know, but with that, right, it's like, you know, what's what? I guess it's a thing of like with that, how do you necessarily like why why don't we necessarily as as a community right because those are sometimes the instances that we don't talk about we don't have conversation. How many times have you sat there like if you if you were to put on a scale right if you were put on a scale, the multitude of times in which it is that you've heard it's the guy's fault, right? Mm. Versus the times in which it is that you've heard like hey well, this is what she did that then yielded this result or that caused for this person to feel this way because again remember we went back and we said for as a man for the most part we may feel something but if we're not in a space to where we can talk about it right or even really know how to even express it all we're doing is we're just taking it in we're taking it in taking it in it's like okay so now it's like okay now i go out into the world I got, I got, I got the world I got to deal with, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to beat me up. Right. I got this job that I'm on, which, you know, is Where's my paying the bills, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, and then it's like, you know, and then I come home and that's supposed to be a sanctuary, right? That's supposed to be a place of peace, war zone. you know Woo! what I'm saying? And then you come home and then now that's your war zone. <clears throat> so what's your, ex- so, so, so where do you go? But okay. So if, if that is, if that is your situation, right. At what point are you expressing yourself or allowing your people to understand like, hey, this is what's going on. Like, I understand sometimes you do not have the word. Sometimes you don't. You don't, you, 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 you do not have the word. You don't have anything. But at the end of the day, if I'm supposed to be your partner or your help, wherever I am in your life, if I'm supposed to be that, I might know something is going on with you. But until it, it makes no sense for me to tell you what's going on with you if you don't even acknowledge it. But at the same time, <clears throat> as a partner, right? And and here's here's the thing, I, I I tell people this all the time. Your real friends are gonna tell you the truth. All day long. Okay. And they're gonna say it's so disgustingly ugly. And I am brutally honest to the point of where it's going to probably upset you, but it's gonna make you think And then you probably won't even talk to him for like probably 30 minutes. But that's what's... That's what's needed. That's what's needed. Mm -hmm. So if you do see something in it, 
it's not so much the factor of with and again i think that like i think back to to the time when like you know relationships you know and it's like i could say something and it's the exact same thing that therapist might say or your friend might say or, <laughs> but because or it came your, from somebody or, or else but it, it's you know different right exactly and because it came from somebody else that you're I'm not a, looking at with a set of eyes that's like oh, i can't stand that motherfucker right, right i was just like you, you know what I'm i was like that like, so right. as a result of because i because i'm being viewed with that oh i can't stand exactly that lens yep. right now you know i'm what not saying? listening to like, nothing you're not you got listening to, to really nothing that i gotta say nope you know so so with that right it's like okay how do you if if that's all you're ever greeted with right like how do you how do you how do you move past move past that and sometimes right the unfortunate answer right is that sometimes you do have to it's in the best interest of really both parties mm-hmm. that one person is logical enough mm-hmm. to sit that's there and the say... That's where the logic comes in. Right, that's where the logic mm-hmm. comes in to sit there and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to back up from this because this isn't going well. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, the flip side of that, right? Because when we get to talking about the whole kid aspect, right? Is that because, guess what? Your kid is at an age to where they can, they can't fend for themselves. So the only other person that you can communicate with in order to see said child is the person that you now have accepted in your mind and I need to back up from. Which complicates the situation because now you're forced to sit there and back up from both, even though maybe in your heart and in your mind, you don't really want to back up from the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a case by case basis. It is a case by case basis. Because I know situations where it was kind of like that, but yeah, but people, I should didn't answer he, the question though. He still mm-hmm. very much let it be known, like, no, I'm still gonna be active in this. Like, you know, she's giving hell high water. She's throwing everything but the kitchen sink at him. Sure. Actually, she's probably doing that too. Okay. Still. Right. I'm 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 right here. You gonna know that it's me and so that's and so that is that and again going back to the same episode with daryl right Mm -hmm. every person's that's that was his journey that was his path that was his choice you know he was strong enough you know within himself to be able to 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 take all of that right it's not easy you know it's not it's not it's easy whatsoever whatsoever because you know we we for the most part you know as it, as that old tale goes right mama's baby papa's maybe maybe mm-hmm. you know what does that mean actually i'm still really confused on that so my understanding of it was the fact of like you know um cuz i thought it was dna but then it was like no that's not what it's about so then as far as like you know, as far as like okay, it could be it could be mine, yeah. it could not be mine. I think I think it has very various, uh, you know. I'm gonna Google it. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it. So, but I mean, I I think like at the end of the day, what I know is that, especially from when my parents were going through it, the fact that my dad never stopped. Or the fact that, you know, anytime for any child, it's just like, as long as, you know, yes, my parents are, it is World War Three mm-hmm. going on. But as a parent, you cannot, it's, my whole thing is, are you going to fight now or are you going to have to explain later? Because when you explain later, you're dealing with now years of hurt, mm-hmm. years of, you know, bad mouth in your name and everything like that and then after a while you're gonna be like well i'm sorry i'm you know i'm sick of doing an apology but you have to because you walked out on me right so basically uh phrases right okay um uh, mama's baby papa's maybe it's easy to know the biological mother of a child but difficult to be sure who the biological father is so it is about the yeah the so it's about okay. the genetic you know okay genetics aspect see so. look at we trying to get a little deeper it wasn't that deep no right 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 well 
but but again, I, I think that um, again, I, I think that it is uh, important, right? Important because as as they say, right? There's always three sides to a story. Three sides. Okay. Three sides. And yet, for the most part, we've been looking at one side, and then we allow society to, to dictate even further as into whose side is actually right. You know. Do we let society decide or do we let like I, I I don't necessarily think society decides that it's usually the evolution of whatever the situation is. They usually come because people can say you can say whatever you want to say. Your actions will show what it really is. So you can say like, oh, this was a horrible person did this, did that, this, this. But then all of a sudden their actions on both parties will reveal the truth. Or at least we will give you some insight to the truth. To some extent, I'm going to grow with you on that to a small fraction. So you, so you, you just... But see, now, I, I okay, so, that, who are, so who's coming from the place of society now? Because what I'm saying is that I'm being open to it. You're automatically saying, well, no, they're just going to automatically go no, to this no, side. No, 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 no. I'm sure what I'm saying is, is the fact that, like... You know, um, uh, take for instance, pursuit of happiness. Okay. Right? That's the Will Smith. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. What happened? Synopsis, who? quick synopsis. With who? Like the whole, like the, the remember he was there, there, there was a mom and she left. Right. Right. And then the daddy took on the, the bank. Right. When we talk about that story, right? Mm hmm. When we talk about that story, we talk about the fact that, wow, like, you know, this man, like, you know, what it is that he went through and who it is that he's become, mm-hmm. right? We tell the success story. We look yeah. at the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. We look at the challenges. We don't talk about the relationship aspect. We don't talk about the fact that, hey, you know what? You had a, you had a mom here that, like, walked out you know when it it, it makes me crack up because i think think about uh who was it? it was chris rock right it was chris rock you know always loved my mama dear mama you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you got all these songs papa was that, a rolling you know what saying? And, 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 and what and what dad's get papa was a rolling stone you know what i'm saying and i could probably probably come up with, with way more even if you start to touch on in 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 in, in hip-hop songs probably even way more songs toward like you know dislike of of dads mm-hmm. right so when i talk about society right okay that's what i mean by when i say like society dictates pop culture talks about okay you know what i'm saying people make decisions based on the factor or even sometimes but, that- but or even sometimes they make judgment based on the factor of someone based on just like you said sometimes actions my actions at the age of of 43 now are definitely not the actions that that i had at 23 oh well, you just 43 you know i thought yeah. you were like 60. whatever don't even go there so you know but like that's uh so if, if i made a choice at, at 23 right mm-hmm. you're judging me based on the factor of a choice that i made at 23 sure sure, sure. Like, you have to let me go out of whatever that age is. Exactly. Like, I literally, just like you've evolved, trust me, I've evolved too. Like, right. It, or if you're still actually that same person, seriously, you need a therapist. <laughs> like, seriously. If you're yeah, if you're help. still, like, yeah. in a 23-year-old mindset with a 40-year-old body. Right. Get um, you smell. Get you smell. Immediately. You know. Yes. <laughs> immediately. Matter of fact. Hit me up personally. I, 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 rec- I recommend some folks, you know. Um, but yeah, so that that part. But I, I I think that a lot of times is that the problem is is understanding your understanding what you're hurt by. True. True. Like understanding what you're hurt by, and then acknowledging like, hey, okay, this is why I'm hurt by this. And I will never forget my therapist. She was very, she was very good about this. And she was, um, she got me into journaling, mm-hmm. which I would recommend that for anybody okay. because, especially if, 
especially if you don't know what kind of words and stuff to say, you can literally, um, I remember when she first started uh, me on it, I used to try to, um, <laughs> I had a rib notebook and I would literally like rip out pages if it, if I didn't make sense. So I'm literally like kind of constructing my thoughts. And she was just like, what? She, why would, she was like, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, if I'm going to share this with you, it needs to make sense. She was just like, the journaling is not about her. She was like, it's about you. And I'm like, okay. And so then she was just like, don't rip out any pages. Right. She was like, whatever you're, she was like, whatever you're feeling, say it. Right. I'm like, well, then that doesn't make sense. And she was like, you're, we're not trying to make sense. We're trying to process your feelings. So again, so that goes back to there. So thank you for bringing it full circle because as we stated, but, right, and, and because right, it shows you right. that what you're thinking, right, didn't make. I mean, it made it made it sense, made but it's sense, not logical. But you have to. But now you got to go through and you got to grab it all and you got to piece it together, right? Not tear the pages out, but you right? Pieces together, right? You know. I mean, because when you tear, and she she gave me the analogy, and the reason why I stopped is she said, when you tear the pages out, you don't understand the first thought that you had. Right. You automatically assume that the second thought was better than the first one. Mm -hmm. And then you have a third thought, so now the second one doesn't mean anything, and Lord knows what the first one was. And I'm just like, I was just like, baby, when I tell you she used to, her her session, she would just be like... (laughs) Um, I need you to, uh, cause I'm, I, I was like a very unemotional person. So it was like to get me to cry was always a big thing. And that would piss me off mm-hmm. cause I just don't like it. I, it's not, I don't like it. I didn't, um, that's that whole emotional part. I can't, I can't control it. And I don't, um, it's that vulnerability part. Are you supposed to control it? Again, if you're talking in logic, no, you're not supposed to control. But if if a if in a situation, if you're trying to control a situation or how you're being perceived or your feelings are being let out, of course you're gonna try to control. Hmm. Does that make sense? No. That's illogical. It is illogical. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say you know, and I did, hence why I went to a therapist because right. after a while, I was just like, you know what? I got a lot of illogical things going right. on in my head right, right. now. So, right. but in understanding that it is, um, saying all this to say is that now I have I think about maybe ten or fifteen journals now mm-hmm. that I've had like probably in like the last ten years. Ooh. I know, right? You ever so, go back and like read them? I did. So mm. when I <laughs> mm. so we went to twenty twenty, I literally first of all I had to find them because I'm like I didn't know where like some of ones at. And to say like when you do that, you literally you can see your progress. Like I literally I see my progress on a lot of areas, but I also understood where I'm stagnant at. Mm-hmm. Even 10 years later, I can see like places where I'm stagnant at. That is almost right. creepy. But, but it's, it's real. Right. I was like, it almost creepy, but it's very real. But I understand it now. Mm-hmm. Like now is I understand why I do certain things or I understand why I'm in this particular way. Now I can actually acknowledge it to say like, okay, I operate differently now. Mm. Like sense. even understand, even if I understand... If I never, I'm never able to get over this or let this go. Right. I at least am going to acknowledge it and understand like, okay, this is how we need to move differently. Now it's a movement. It's a movement differently. And I think that's usually it is when, especially when you're dealing with parents, with a child, it's about understanding that sometimes something is never, some things are just never going to change. Right. It's not. Right. You just have to move differently. Yeah. And yeah. you have to realize half of the people, especially when they're, I don't want to move. He should do this and he should do that. No, she should do this. And I said, no, you have to move different because at the end of the day, little Johnny, he don't care. Right. Well, John, he just want both his parents. He just want both his parents because I love, I love both my parents. And I always think that it's, you know, it bothers my spirit when it's just like, well, you don't need to love him because your daddy don't do nothing and stuff. And it's just like, 
No, don't do like, that. I, that. And I think that that's, it, that's the it part that, me. Yeah. Or when a guy be like, oh, your mom ain't shit. I did, I, and I always like to say, baby, when you was rolling all up in it, that was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> when you was burnt tearing that club we, we, up. We are going to assume when it was the greatest you, thing you, ever. It could have been would, a one-night stand kind of, kind of, kind of thing. Mm, but even still, you was all up, oh, Great. right. <laughs> living it up. <laughs> now that it's fine to say. Oh, but I mean, but again, that is, so when, so when you hear that, right, that is, that's clearly the, Hurt. That's definitely the hurt. That's the but hurt. You have and that's to realize. the anger. And and, re- and so, so, but you also have to realize the fact that I have to stay there, right? I have to stay there in order to justify this feeling. But it's do that, you have to stay fe- there? No, you don't. You shouldn't. But it's that fear, right? It's that fear of letting that piece go. If I let that go, realize that this has been my narrative. This has been my story. When I talk to my homeboys, this is what it is that I can say, oh, man, you're dealing with that crazy broad still, huh, man? Like, but you know, 10 the, years later, though, you really want to sit up there and make that your same story? Like, literally, as your guy... Okay, now you telling me your guy friend is literally coming to you talking about the same thing, dealing with the same, his same child's mother and everything oh, like I'm that. And you're like going to really be like, Heck Negro, no. seriously? No, because I think, I think it's one of those things of where, you know, no, I'm not going to validate that. Because again, to, to the earlier point, point, right? At this point, something should have changed. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, then it means that she hasn't. You know? Or if she has and you've gone further, that's still not good, right? Because there's so it's that so again, it's taking that time to identify that, hey, the problem isn't them it's me the problem is you mm-hmm. and the problem is the fact that you haven't let that go because you're so afraid to let it go but are you really afraid or are you really you don't know is it really afraid because i'm gonna say that it, i'm gonna say that, that, that it is, <clears throat> and, I'm, and i hate to cut you off on that i'm gonna say that it is only because it's like how many people, how many friends do you have that literally, they were born and raised in Chicago and that's all they know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Got it. They have no inkling to go no anywhere, desire. no desire to go anything past the block. Yeah. Just, I know people who were born and raised and all they've ever known was the South Side. Like, exactly. What? Exactly. You've never been outside of the like, South Like, like, so, so, so. Sure enough, South Side Chicago all day. But. But take that mindset and apply it to hurt, to anger, you know? I don't know what life looks like without this. So letting go of it is, it, it scares me. You but you saying? have no growth with it, though. And you don't. But you. But but. It, but at the same time, you don't know that you don't have growth. You don't have no growth. Still, still being on the same block either. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you content with being there. You content with 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 the corner with dude that operate the corner liquor store. Dude, two generations then went by and they still know you by name. My whole thing is, you don't want to own the liquor store. You don't want that to be yours? Really I mean, if you are at least going to be on the block. And if at least you're going to stay on the south side. If least, at least if I mean, you're going to, like, look. I just never understand that logic. Like, okay, fine, you're going to be on the block. At least own the block. And that, and that's it. Look, look. If you're going to fight look. over some territory, then fight over something that I own. Look, like, no, 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 look, that absolutely. be my name. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. Rest in, rest in, rest in power play. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely <laughs> totally fully agree with that. You know, if that's how it is, you're going to move. But guess what comes with that? Having that knowledge. And if you're not making it a point to go and find it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's like how they say, like, you know, opportunity. You got people that are still waiting for the opportunity to come and knock on the door. It ain't going to do that. But I mean, you know what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. But you know what? Sometimes opportunity um, does knock on opportunity what people also don't realize is that opportunity happens when you move out of place of comfort 
Exactly. And what I can honestly say is that me moving from Chicago to D.C. was completely out of comfort. Oh, yeah. Like, because, at, I mean, I was very much like, um, this is just, it's it's something. I remember, um, and again, looking at my journal. Actually, I've had, I, I was journaling for, the, I've been journaling, like, on a regular basis for at least 10 years. But I had stuff all the way, like, when I was, like, just got out of college. Mm. So... Even when, like, I, I did, I found the letter that I wrote, like, to myself, which was, I think everybody should do that. Absolutely. Like, write, write letters to yourself, because it's it's amazing, um, my thought process and what I was supposed to be doing. And to say, I think, uh, out of my timeline I gave myself, I think I maybe only accomplished three of those things. Okay. But, and at first, and I thought I would be so upset with that, but it was just like, I realized with my younger self, girl, you were, you, this is, this, some of this is impossible. But you, but you have to be open to it, right? Like, so for you, you know, mm-hmm. you left Chicago, came to the DMV area, mm-hmm. right? I left Oakland at 22, you know. Shout out Westside, Oakland, for sure, all day, every day. Um, I left Oakland at 22, right? Mm -hmm. Moved all the way to Philly. I was in Philly for two years. You know, I went to. I went. You needed a coat. No, I need. Yeah, I needed a coat, but like, yeah, and I bought one. You wanted to experience snow because that's a. No, it wasn't so much that I wanted to experience snow, but I knew I knew there was other things past that comfort zone. Okay. Okay. You know? Um, and so I went to Philly. I was in Philly for two years, right? And that was fun. You know, I, I spent two years there, spent a bunch of time going to New York. Like, I mean, and, and I was probably transportation right then, so it was just like, mm-hmm. what? I can get to I can get to New York. What? How much? What? Catch a train? Jump on that? Man, please. Done. Oh, done. Done. You know, my aunt, my uncle, they'd be like, "You heading out this weekend, Bruh, I'm out. My job. I work midnight shift, right? Oh gosh. And it was four four days on, four days off. Mm. So when I got to that point where it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I ain't gotta be back until Monday, bruh. <laughs> Out, okay, gone, jettison. <laughs> ain't gonna see me for a couple of days, you know. Um, but that that step out of it, yeah, step out of it, yeah. Step I out went. Of it, yeah. I'm, I'm telling my age here right now, but we when, already uh, know you six. I know Go anyway, ahead. but um, I want to be a VJ. The first contest that MTV did, really? When they hit, bro, I was in line. I was in. I was in line down. Down in Manhattan, chilling Times Square, in line, talking to this other girl who was there from what, like, like Ohio, I think, or something like that, and whatnot. And it was so many people, and I was so mad because, like, she and I were talking, and it was a guy like right in front of us, and the dude came with the headset on, and we was like, okay, cool, we about to be part of that next group that gets in, and they were like, oh, we're cutting it off, you know. He's like, well, we're gonna pause it like right here. And it was a dude right in front of me. And I'm like, bruh, really? That's oh, where you go? Yo. Yeah. So that was Your feelings out. was hurt. I was. I was. <laughs> but again, stepping out of that comfort zone, you know, stepping out of that comfort zone, do it. You mm-hmm. know. But goes back to to swing, bringing it back, back around, right? Mm-hmm. Bring it back. That, <clears throat> that feeling, something that you've carried with you. For all this time it's that samsonite luggage that you've had with you for all this time you know you're, you're a duffel bag boy yeah you're a bag lady and you're a bag lady yeah erica let me like, tell you something erica song bag lady like to understand that right is and even duffel bag boy when you sit there and you especially when you look at the lyrics and you think about your life and stuff you realize like Oh shit! I am a bag. Like, yeah. I gotta let this go. Yeah, like, or it. Sh- it I would. God, I would hope it would inspire you because at the end of the day, you can't. I can only get um, 
you can't fly with weight. No. You it's just what's that in the um that movie Up? Yeah, yeah. Like remember, like the whole thing with the house, he couldn't he couldn't do it, so he had to let the stuff go. Yeah. Like on the other, could you imagine what's on the other side? Man, look here, lay your burdens down by the riverside. You'll be all Bruh, right. down by the riverside, down by the riverside. <laughs> but I mean, like that's that's the you know so so that so I think that you know. That's the important piece, mm-hmm. right? If you if you're holding on to something, mm-hmm. and it's not like like ask yourself this one question. I have to, I've asked myself this question on a, on a regular basis. How's it benefiting me? Mm-hmm. But more so, how, how's if, it benefiting if, my child? Well, realize it, right? In order really to benefit your child, if you're not if you're not doing something that and ultimately is benefiting you because your your children gain from your actions right mm-hmm. so you know and then that's when we can and I love I love the now the narrative now what we're talking about we're now having conversations more about generational wealth right mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and what that really looks like you know being rich is one thing being wealthy is These, something totally different totally right? different so when we sit there and we start to have those conversations right so it's like okay doing everything that I need to do and really don't do it by yourself man like look here teach your children at the time when you're doing it you know as Absolutely. you learn it as you're learning it show it to them you know show it show it show it to them as you were learning it show it to them if you're but then, learning- and then a lot of times it's like your child will be the one to be like well why are you doing it like this have you thought about doing it this other exactly, way exactly exactly because you might actually like you, you might you, actually spark them to be like oh okay cool let me you know since dad is looking into right. stocks now let me go ahead and and familiarize i mean with this this like i love like it's a it's a information superhighway. i mean mm-hmm. these kids these days definitely have it at their fingertips mm-hmm. i'm like bro man look here when I went, when I was twenty two and touched down in New York, if I had a Google then or a smartphone then, <laughs> bruh, okay, like ain't no telling where my ass might might, might have gone to, bruh, you know, absolutely. But it's like you know, it's 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 right there, it's at your fingertips, you know. And and I just, matter of fact, I just told the kiddo the other day, and I said, you know, I said there used to be an old. Um, there was a, a statement that, that was made, it's an old statement, that the best way to hide things from black people was to put it, it in the books. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, you know, I said, I said, and I tell you, I said, that's why, like, literally, like, hey, put the phone down, take some time, pick the book up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, like you said, right, if he doesn't see me doing it, then it's not it's hard, that, it's, right. it's hard. It's hard to, mm-hmm. it's hard to preach something that you yourself are not doing. Especially because, right? you know, kids nowadays, they, you know, they got that lip and they got uh, that. <clears throat> keep that keep, keep, them five, keep them five fingers folded keep them five fingers folded just in case I got a bust bust, bust one like seriously like here look here cause I'm about to tap that chin um not that I'm condoning you know any type of corporate Sometimes punishment they just on need children to go night-night. but they just need to go night-night every now and again yeah need to go night-night yeah. yep every now you and need again. to go night-night completely completely you, you know as my mother used and to say it's not by, obviously it's not, you're exhausted right and it's not because i'm sitting here saying go to bed no i need to go ahead and put you to bed okay like like i did when you were six months old i need to go ahead let me swallow you <laughs> right damn real quick go ahead damn. and swallow you right well um takeaways or Take- final thought last piece of advice you know what my final piece of thought is two things Mm. i mean it's a couple of things one there's nothing wrong with therapy like therapy is extremely important two journal Mm -hmm. just journal just to write down your feelings like just even your thoughts whether good bad happy sad like i even got to the point now where i write down my prayers and just stuff like i will just literally just write um and uh at the end of the day, it is when you're understand when you are carrying hurt, whether it be male or female, when you are going around carrying that hurt, not only are you making yourself stagnant, but you're gonna probably encounter somebody who is sent to be your blessing that you're gonna destroy mm. because you're carrying hurt right. that they literally have nothing to do with that you already should be letting go. So that's when you come back to that therapist 
mm-hmm. and they can help you. And not only that, even if you feel like or you don't even have the insurance to do that, then do do a journal. Like, again, letters to yourself and notes to yourself. It is it. It sets you on a different path. Right. What's your final thoughts? Uh, <laughs> um, That's something heavy to come after. Go on here. No, thank you for the journaling idea, though. I, I hadn't even. I mean, I've, I've got a few. I don't have any like to that to that level, though. Mm-hmm. Um, as we were sitting here, as we were sitting here talking, I was thinking about like you know. Um, You know those little those little flowers that you get, um, at like a like a um, Home Depot probably now, but used to be like you know, pay less back in the day when pay pay less back in the day in in Oakland was like Walgreens, you know. So they had a they had a flower. Payless shoe store. Yeah, Payless Shoe Store. Oh, Before okay. it became Payless Shoe Store, it was like it was like Payless was like Walgreens, basically. It was a oh, pharmacy. So you really are you are really dating yourself. Yeah, hey, it is what it is. Okay. Um but look good for sixty. Whatever. Um but I think back to those little flowers, right? Mm-hmm. And in and in, in, in thinking about hurt and, and, and this baggage, right? So I basically taking one of those little flowers and putting a glass dome over it mm. and sitting it outside it looks nice at first right mm-hmm. but what you're depriving it of is fresh air fresh air rainwater mm-hmm. sunshine you know the wind all of that mm-hmm. all of the natural elements that help with its growth mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same thing when it is that we choose to, because it's a choice, right? Mm-hmm. When we choose to hold on to hurt, and we choose to hold on to anger, right? You're putting your place in a glass dome over yourself, and you're not allowing for anything that's supposed to help you mm-hmm. to help you, mm-hmm. you know. So, my last piece of advice would be to. Break the glass stone. You know, break the glass stone. Knock that shit over. Like, seriously, you know, um, you should have a breaking case of emergency. Well, for anyone who's been carrying something for that long, <laughs> it's an emergency. Break it. Get rid of it. Let it go. <clears throat> Excuse me. That would be my, uh, my, my, my last thought uh, on that. So. Hmm. Well, as always, this has definitely been fun. Yes, it has. Yeah. You, know, um, you want me to get you a journal? I'm going to buy you a journal. I, to be honest with you, I actually have one on my phone. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Not necessarily. I, I know the, the no, writing. I know it's, writing. It's, it's a difference yeah. between typing it and writing because writing, you have to realize, yeah. like, when you, as as my, hold on, we're about to, we really are about to leave, though. Okay. But when you realize when you're typing, if you say a wrong word or something like that, your phone is automatically changing. True. So again, whatever that thought was, it's not allowing you to free flow whatever your process is. No, you're right in that. You're right. So in in your writing, you can try to scratch it out, but I've stopped doing that. Like right. So I will, even if I have to go to the next line to sit up here and say, oh, I was trying to say this, or it just takes me back to wherever, whatever the, it always makes my first thought prevalent okay makes sense so and, and it's funny that you journal, said journal. yeah so I don't, okay <laughs> pen and Jur- paper. actual journal pen and pen paper, and paper. <laughs> Got it. you know but that makes perfectly good sense because you know i used to mom and i were like we were talking about my dad the other day right and it was funny because like he like i've got all of his letters that he's ever sent right and i used to sit there and be like bro like and i knew when like his his handwriting was so defined it was just like when he come in the mail i'd be like oh Letter from dad. <clears throat> Got it. You know. And he always sit there and I mean, it's like, you know, you know, stamps only cost 22 cents. And be like, all right, dad, I got you. I got you. And I didn't listen then. Mm-hmm. Because what I got later was a factor of really the effort mm-hmm. that it takes mm-hmm. to write a letter mm-hmm. to someone. 
to not right. only write it, you're actually sitting down. You're to, you're putting your it thoughts means that down. You took on. time. You took for real you time. Brought, you you're not doing time. an email. And, and when nothing. I thought and when I thought about that, realize mentally the shift for me, right, mm-hmm. was like, wow. That was those points where every time I got that letter, wow, instead of looking at it like, oh, another letter from dad should have been looking at it and saying wow like okay dad said it took some time out mm-hmm. yeah. but you know what they say high size ones. I know I know <laughs> that's it for this week's show thank you for listening be sure to visit fathershould.org and check out our other episodes follow us at underscore fathershould on Instagram and Twitter